Happy Pentecost Podcast. Let's talk about leadership, business, life lessons, and everything in between. Okay, I'm so excited to be back meeting with you again today. I absolutely love getting to connect with you monthly and share these mantras that have made all the difference in both my career, but also in my personal life and in raising my kids. And today, this one's actually a kind of an emotional one for me. It's a very personal one, but I have had enough people be in this position that I was when this uh, became a part of just the way I thought it just, it was a perspective, a paradigm shift for me when I developed this mantra that um, it really helped everything moving forward for what I do in my career. And, and you might be going, well, what on earth is she talking about? Hold on. I'm going to get to that here in just a minute. But for those of you that are joining us new today, we are right in the middle of a series of mantras that I use to live my life personally and professionally. It's things that I've learned along uh, the years that I've been building my business, but also just in raising my children, also in just learning life on a personal side of things and, and maybe pain points I've had that have created paradigm and perspective shifts that have helped me to adopt these mantras that um, help me navigate life. And so here we go another episode. This one we're going to call lead people better than how you found them. I'm going to say that again. My goal in life is to lead people better than how I found them. Now you might be wondering why on earth or how on earth this came about. And I'm going to tell you the story of how this happened. Um, But I want you to know that This particular episode will be very important for those of you that have anything to do with ministry, sales, and quite frankly, maybe you manage or lead people. So I'll just put this, this episode is for you. Um, So I think heavily the sales world, the church world, and anything in between where you're leading a small team to a large team. Um, I'm definitely, I would call myself I lead with my heart, by the way, I will say this to you. Um, There is a book that I just finished reading. This was not even in my notes. This just jumped out at me and I want to make sure that I share it. But there is a book that I've been reading called A Work of Heart, A Work of Heart, Understanding How God Shapes Spiritual Leaders. And uh, it's by Reggie McNeil. I don't think it's a new book by any means, but it was a new book for me that was recommended And when I say a work of heart and is talking about leadership, I want you to know that when I lead in anything, I lead with my whole heart. Like I don't just lead my team. I love my team. Why? Because I don't think you can lead anybody without loving them first. So, you know, I will never forget it. And honestly, I was very fortunate. I had uh, been in my, I had been in the business for several years. I had been leading a large number of people for several years before this happened to me. Um, Essentially, I prided myself on the leaders that I had directly sponsored into my business were still with me. All of them were quite high on the ladder of success. We're making significant income. I prided myself in that. I also, it wasn't like, you know, I don't know how many of you think of your work life separate from your family life, but the way that I lead people, the work life and family life isn't separate. It's, it's 
all mingled together. And because of that, I'll never forget when the first person that had gotten to like a significant level of leadership decided that she no longer wanted to work the business. She no longer wanted to work with me. Um, you know, I may never know what the real reason is, but it felt very personal. So let me ask you, have you had anybody leave your workspace, um, leave and go in a new direction, no longer under your leadership? Maybe they did it and on their way out, they had some hurtful things to say. Maybe it was just that they were with you for a season and it was, and it stunk when they left because you loved the season you had, you were doing life with them. It might be personal and it might not be, but regardless, it hurts. And if you are, if you lead with love, like I do, it, it literally almost made me want to harden my heart afterwards. It made me want to do leadership differently. And I knew that wasn't the answer. I knew uh, that just closing my heart and not leading with love was not the answer, at least for me, because it had been a massive part of my success up to that point. I believe there's so much power in proximity. As a matter of fact, we already talked about that. So you want to go back and hear that um, episode in this series, but there's so much power in proximity, which isn't just about being, you know, in the same room with someone. It's about just building a relationship and quality time spending with somebody. And so when you put that kind of quality time and investment into others and they change directions or are no longer a major part of your life any longer, that can be painful. And so I'm not saying anybody working with me on a regular basis even knew I was dealing with that. But on the inside, you know, I imagine um, that's what it's like when you lose a loved one. I imagine it's that kind of heartache when uh, a, a relationship breaks. I know for a fact, when I went through my divorce, it felt like a death. Um, and that's kind of what this felt like. And so how do you move on in business leading like you know you should when uh, you actually want to harden your heart a little bit? You want to protect, right? Self-protect, build a wall so that you can't get hurt like that in the future. Oh, sure. I'm going to continue to lead like I did before. I'm going to continue to lead with love. But you know what? I'm not going to get hurt like that. We almost naturally start building walls. So these were the internal conversations happening in my head. And I literally, you guys, I see a therapist on a regular basis. I think it's incredibly strong for anybody who leads a large number of people that you have a good therapist that you can talk to. I personally see a Christian counselor and uh, tend to, to prefer the Christian counseling realm for therapy, but obviously I'm going to let you decide what you need when it comes to therapy, but I believe we all need it. We've been through life. You need it. Anyways, I say all that to say, I, you know, I was, I was confessing some of these pains to, to my uh, counselor at the time. I remember just really journaling and trying to process the pain I was feeling and how it would change my leadership style moving forward. Just reconciling it, right. Trying to reconcile what had happened. And, um, I also prayed, I prayed, Lord, help me understand, help me to get a new perspective. And I will say to you, it was just like a night and day paradigm shift. And sometimes I want you to know when you don't have any answers and you're feeling frustrated and stuck, my greatest advice to you is to get on your knees and pray. Pray that the Lord would give you revelation as to how you are to move forward, knowing what you now know, because there are certain things that will happen to us in our lives as leaders 
that we can't unsee what we just saw. So how are we supposed to move forward? Because this is not a perfect world we're living in. And I'm not going to pretend that you're, that, that it will be perfect. It's not. Um, <laughs> you actually heard me say in one of our other mon- one of the other episodes, it's, you know, um, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and I was talking about, it's not a matter of if you're going to have success, it's just a matter of when. And I want you to know, I've used that mantra to say, gosh, it's not a matter of if life is going to hit you hard. It's just a matter of when and how often, and the same goes in this. It's not a matter of if people are going to hurt you. It's how it's when and how often, because people are people and they're, and they're flawed. So how Lord am I going to not allow this to change who I am and how I lead? Now, sometimes changing who we are is for the good, but also sometimes we need to be careful that we don't put up walls that keep us from good things. And that's kind of where I was at. So I really had to turn to prayer in this one. And for me, I had one of those Holy Spirit moments that helped change everything for me. And it helped me move forward in a healthy way. And I'm going to tell you what that was. I feel like the Holy Spirit said to me, Cammie, people are going to be in your life for reasons. People are going to be in your life for seasons and others are going to be in your life for a lifetime. But your job is to leave them better than how you found them. Your job is to leave them better than how you found them. Another way you could look at that is for whatever time they're a part of your life, both of you should get better. Both of you should become better. Both of you should learn and grow through the process. And so I'm telling you what, that changed everything for me. And it also gave me the green light, I guess you could say, to continue to invest in people in the most purest ways, in the most transparent and authentic ways, and and really here's the other thing. It would be really easy to go, you know, that time I spent investing in you and all that time I spent pouring into you and all that time I spent, you know, um, helping you reach your goals. That was time I spent away from my children. And I didn't want to be bitter. I wanted to be better. And in wanting to be better, I feel like the Lord gave me one of those Holy spirit aha moments that create changed everything for me. Cammy, your job is to leave them better than how you found them. And when they leave, if they leave, if you can say that, then that was a win. And that was everything I needed to be able to move forward with. So like I said, no matter what industry you work in, I believe when you work with people, when you lead in any capacity, this is going to be one of those core um, paradigm shifts for you as well, but also something that will allow you to not harden your heart but to instead allow you to continue to pour your heart and soul into people, whether they do leave one day, whether they do quit or whether they do um, fall apart and you just feel like what more could I have done, right? So what is one of the ways that I choose to leave people better than how I found them? Obviously, it is the whole idea of the powers in proximity, right? People don't know how much you care. I mean, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And, and, you know, so how do we do those things? It's really about investing in that person. It's really about allowing them not only to borrow your belief of what you 
believe that is capable, they are capable of and what is possible for them, but it's actually transferring that belief. You know, some of them are going to borrow it, whether you allow them to or not, or, or have a conversation about it because they just love being around you because when they're around you, they feel stronger. They feel encouraged. They feel like they can do more and be more. And that's what we're talking about here. But on the flip side, when you see somebody that you know has all the talent in the world, don't hold back on letting them know what it is in them that you see that will make them so successful. You know, have an incredible amount of success, reach a large number of people, make a big impact. And you can do that by transferring belief into them. Now, whether or not they choose to walk in that belief or not, that is one of the ways in which we can love them as we lead them. That's for sure. Um, I've said often, we need to believe in someone before they believe in themselves. I truly believe I'm the woman I am today uh, because I had people that believed in me before I believed in myself. And I'm thankful for those people. I'm thankful for them speaking words into my life that helped me catch a vision that I potentially wouldn't have seen without them, that helped me uh, take a step in faith versus being paralyzed in fear. You know, uh, I don't know, maybe you can think of a boss that bet on you, right? They, They decided to say, you know what? I think it's a it's a risk on both our ends, but I'm betting on you because I see this, this, and this in you that I truly believe um, you're you're made for this. You might not feel equipped for this yet, but you're made for this. And so, by adopting this mindset, Cami, how can you leave people better than how you found them? When people leave, when people hurt, when people quit, I. I was a basketball coach before I ever got into business and there was nothing more painful than watching a kid quit on themselves, quit on themselves when they had all the talent in the world. And that happens in the world of business all the time. And so instead of, you know, crawling into our shell and going, what's the point? They're only going to leave anyway. What if we adopt the mindset that says, my job is to leave you better than how I found you. And I'm going to do that for whatever time I get to have you a part of my life, a part of my business, you know, whatever that looks like. And so whether they quit, they quit on you, quit on themselves, whether they never walk in their full potential, whether they give up before they reach, um, you know, the, the big win, you won't feel like your time was wasted. You'll know you did the best you could with the time that you had them. And to me, that's what it's all about, especially when it comes to leading people and uh, doing life with others. Listen, I'm having so much fun sharing my favorite life mantras with you. We are not even halfway through this series, and I look forward to connecting with you next month again as we drop another episode uh, from our mantra series. I know you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I did. Whether you are a newbie or a longtime listener, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I'm Cammie Pentecost.